Courage is the most important of all the virtues because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. That is a quote by Maya Angelou. Welcome to Trina Talk. Trina Talk is a weekly podcast that will inspire and empower women of all ages to strive for the impossible. Your host, Trina L. Martin from TrinaMartin.com is a motivational speaker, leader, and cybertech expert. Every week, Trina will share wisdom gained from her life experiences and lessons learned while pursuing her goals to inspire you to achieve the next level in your life. Now, your host, Trina L. Martin. Hello, ladies. I am Trina L. Martin, and this is episode 10 of Trina Talk. Today's topic is fitness, passion, and courage with my friend, Yvette Armour. Yvette is a Pilates instructor who three years ago moved from London to the United States. She's also a wife and a mother. And after moving to a new country, she started teaching Pilates as a means of filling up her day. She now has a thriving Pilates business and a group of new friends. I think you will be impacted and inspired by this interview. So enjoy. Today I'm here with my friend Yvette Armour, Pilates instructor extraordinaire. Thank you for joining me today. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. Well, great. So as you know, the podcast, because you're a listener. I am. Love the it. The podcast is about inspiring women. And we've been friends now for what? Three years? Yeah. Okay. So I think you're very inspirational. So I wanted to have you on the show to just kind of talk about what you do and how you just come here and just blossomed. So you're originally from London. Yes. So when did you move here? 2016 in the June. Okay. So how do you like it? I love it. Well, I love the heat. So yes, it's 100% for me. Um, The humidity, maybe not so much for my hair, but other than that, it's all good. Okay. So London, where it's always kind of rainy and cool to Texas, which is always hot. So that's a big change. Yes. But you like it. Yes, I do. I do. And the family's just fitted in amazingly. Great. So like a little background about us, we met because... I have a back issue and my doctor told me to sign up for Pilates. So you got here and you started your Pilates class. That's right. I'd been here four weeks and I was really interested. It was a hobby of mine to do Pilates anyway. And then I said to my husband one day, I'm thinking of becoming an instructor. And he said, well, I know someone in my office that took an instruction course in Houston and it's worldly renowned. So if we move anywhere else or go back to London, then it's still going to be recognized. So within four weeks of me being here, I started my journey as becoming an instructor. Wow. Yeah, that was a little bit mortifying. So did you want to do Pilates? Did you do it as a exercise for yourself or did you teach back in London? Just how did you get on... No, my job in London was a beauty therapist, okay. which I think is known as an esthetician here. Okay. And I always used to have problems with my shoulders mm-hmm. because of the way that you hold yourself while you're doing your treatments for ladies. And so my outgoing was to go to a Pilates class and 
after twice a week after that Pilates class, my shoulders did not hurt anymore. Wow. And a lot of my friends thought it was a class for old people. But honestly, when they came to the class, they then realized it wasn't a class for old people. It's a lot of core strength. It has so many good things about it. And now it's actually getting recognized by doctors, as you say, to start to bring it into people's lives. Yes, that's amazing. Because when I found out I had the back issue and I started having the pain Mm -hmm. and then we started doing Pilates, at first I was like, well, I don't know how well this is going to help. But it's amazing. I have actually seen my body transform. I mean, I've never been so sculpted and lean, but it also helps my back. Exactly. And I've noticed your posture. Well, thank you, because yes, I did have bad posture. <laughs> <laughs> it, you stand taller and you, have your, you pull your shoulders down. Yes. So when people are learning, they do generally bring their shoulders up because mm-hmm. they're concentrating. But for you, when you move, you want to bring the shoulders up. And that probably is because of your tightness in your back. Okay. Yes. And I, I have stress issues too. So I know a lot of times I wear my shoulders as earrings. Earrings, yes. <laughs> as you say. So now, whenever I'm at work, I always think about you and I'm like, put my shoulders down and sit up tall and exactly. come out from my waist. So it's, yeah, you've actually changed my life yeah good that's the thing with pilates you have that hour but then you can take it into your daily life and it can improve your posture it can improve your circulation your coordination your uh, just your well-being yes i i love it so the posture part of it and um just your core strength, those are kind of some of the main benefits of it, correct? Yep, they are. Um, Pilates is actually designed to stretch, strengthen and balance your body. And then if you keep it up and you practice it faithfully, it can increase your lung capacity, your circulation, your posture, your balance, your core strength, and even your bone density. Really? Mm-hmm. So it is really a good exercise for women that yes. always end up with osteoporosis exactly and, like that. and especially ladies of a certain age that are going into their menopause okay um but also it can build your immune system really? because when um we had a three-month course for the first level and in that three months not one lady that i was training with were took sick really yeah wow so it, it does have some great health benefits huge amounts Oh, wow. Okay, so what's the difference between the Pilates and yoga? Do they have the same benefits or are they different? What's the I think in my personal view, I've tried both and yoga really wasn't for me. It was a little bit too slow and it does have good benefits Mm -hmm. and there are some crossovers in Pilates and yoga with the way that you hold yourself and your core strength and things like that. But I think with Pilates, you push yourself just that little bit more. Yeah, I, I believe that because yeah. I've left class sweating. So exactly. It exactly. is pretty intense. Okay, so what made you want to start the business? Especially you come here, you're in a new country, you really don't know anyone, but you started this business. I mean, what was what's made you decide that? Well, I do like to meet people and I do my profession that I did in England. I was always around ladies. I have two sons and a husband. So my house was is very male dominated. So I do prefer to be around ladies when I can be. And I think 
with this, I I threw myself out there because as much as I loved it, it was really scary to become an instructor because you do need to know your stuff. But also, though it not only have I now filled my time and I have a job and I can work the hours that I want and do something that I really love instead of trying to fit it in to, to my life, which is what I was doing back in England, I have made some amazing friends from it. Yes, you have. Yes, I have. And you being one of them. Well, thank you. And I think when you move to a new country, and I didn't need to make any new friends. I've got lots and lots of friends in England. But they're all on a completely different time zone. Mm. And they're not actually here. And you do like to spend time with your girlfriends if it's having a drink, having a coffee, doing a lot of exercising. Because that is one of the things, for me, it's my me time. Right, right. So... Not only so we met you we both live in the same subdivision, mm-hmm. so our little community we have the exercise center, and that's where I go to class at, but you teach at a lot of other places, correct? That's right. I work with a chiropractor okay. and when people come to him and they say that they have um, scoliosis or an enlarged disc or they just have problems or they're not confident in being in part of a class. He takes them on and puts them through their insurance and they get privates to, with me so that they can work specifically for their issues. Okay. And then my other place, I work at Premier Pilates and we work with 10 reformers and um, chairs and towers and there's a whole mix of people there. But working with 10 ladies at one time is a real challenge. But it's an amazing challenge. And even though at the beginning you might feel a little bit nervous about it, during that class you get that oomph of adrenaline mm-hmm. and everyone enjoys it and says thank you at the end. Oh, nice. So what is the, re- the reformer that you mentioned? The reformer is a piece of machinery. And whereas Matt Pilates, you're working on a unchained system this is chained so there are springs there are um, resistance and they complement each other okay that's that's very very interesting it is so what were some of your challenges getting your name out as an instructor because of course you go to these places and I'm pretty sure you you went to premier Pilates and your chiropractor and said you know I want to teach Pilates did they say well what kind of certifications do you have? Do you, you know, what's your reputation? So how, how did you, you know, navigate that? Well, actually, when I first got certified in my level one, I approached Bridgeland, which is where we live, our suburb, and they didn't have a Pilates class at all. And they were very interested in taking one on. Mm-hmm. So I approached those and set that up. Then, um, I was very lucky that one of my friends saw the job interview um, being interviewed for uh, with the chiropractor. Mm-hmm. She wasn't confident enough to take it and I was really interested in doing it because it, I just learn constantly from that situation. And with Premier Pilates, it literally is five minutes from my house mm-hmm. and I'd taught a free mat class at Jurgens Hall previous to that and being free there had been up to 30 people come and practice Pilates so I'd got the confidence and the um, strength to put myself forward to actually be able to teach 10 people on a reformer and when you've taught 30 people on a mat class it didn't seem so scary but putting myself forward and sounding the way I do in Texas, that is probably my challenge. 
<laughs> you know, that is funny because I've been to London several times. So I, I understand you completely. You don't sound different from me. Whereas here in Texas, we know how Texans speak. So exactly. that is sometimes a challenge for me. Yes. So people have challenges understanding you when you're um, instructing the class. Is that what it is? So when you see that, how do you get around that? I make light of it. Okay. Because when people don't understand if I'm giving them an instruction, I say to them, do you understand the instruction or is it just the accent? Mm-hmm. And normally it's the accent. Okay. So, yeah, I, I always make light of it. And I always think that if someone can have fun and smile and laugh in an exercise class, then they're going to mm-hmm. feel that good, positive vibe every time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really, that's good that you do that because that could have been a deterrent for you. Yes. That could have made you say, you know what, this is not working. Let me stop. But instead, you've learned how to work it in and you don't take it personally. And no. it kind of sets everyone else at ease where they don't feel like, they're offending you. Yes. So I think that that was very um, ingenious for you to think like that, to do that, to, you know, yeah. continue going. And I think, honestly, working with ladies, I had my own beauty business for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So working with ladies, you learn how to work with mm-hmm. ladies. Right. And there's always going to be an awkward person or someone that's just, if they hear the accent, they don't hear what you're actually saying. Right. So I just take my time and I've got an hour to teach that class mm-hmm. so I don't have to rush it and we, we always get through it and everyone always comes back. Wow. That's very empowering and that's why I wanted to have you here because I like to uplift women because so many times we get out and we someone says something and we, our self-esteem is kind of torn down or we don't think we can make it. Mm-hmm. We're actually stronger than what we think we are a lot 100%. of times. But we don't give ourselves credit. We don't try. So the fact that you just said, you know what, I, I want to do this. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I can really impact someone else. You continue to do it. And you have been amazing. I mean, you have clients. And like me, my you know physical being has gotten better because that's right. of you. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's great. So what other rewards do you have that you have ended up receiving by doing this, you know, you talk about the socializing with other women and um, just impacting people, their lives personally through the fitness. What else have been your rewards that you've seen from your instruction? I have a lady that comes to see me via the chiropractor and she wanted to just build confidence and she has scoliosis. So we've been doing some privates with her and all she wanted to do was take part in a class. Mm -hmm. And recently she signed up and she started to take part in a class. And there's been lots of exercises that I say to her, right, we're going to do this today. And she says, oh, no, I don't think I can do that. And then she does it. And she does it with strength, she does it with control, she does it with precision. And these are all points of Pilates Mm -hmm. that help to gain that confidence to do Mm -hmm. these exercises. And that is amazing. And it's the gratitude. I don't do it for gifts, but Mm -hmm. these, you know, people come in and they buy you something because they're so grateful to how they feel. And one lady, she said, uh, another lady that I'm teaching with a chiropractor, she said that I was the reason she got out of bed in the morning because oh. she had to. She needed to come to her Pilates class. Her body felt stiff. 
she didn't feel good about herself. But then after that Pilates class, mm-hmm. she walked out there with her head held high. And I thought, I was wow, that, that was amazing for me. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, just hearing that, that is, that's amazing. Yeah. It's, it really is. And how do you, how do you know what to do to have that kind of impact? Is it something that just comes natural to you or do you have tricks up your sleeve where you know how to bring that out in a person? What is it? Um, I, I'm, I'm quite a good listener. So, and most of the time, if you're having one-on-one classes, you aren't just a Pilates instructor. You end up being a bit of a therapist as well. So you teach to the ideal of that day. And that's what how I was taught through Pete Pilates. And you can see if someone comes in and they're feeling quite emotional. I was speaking to a lady the other day that I was teaching and her son had just come, gone into rehab. Mm-hmm. So she was very, very emotional. So I knew not to push her too much that day because any if she felt that she couldn't do something, then everything would just become crashing down. So she, I had to take it slow with her, and that's what you have to do. Okay. You have to be aware of the person. You can't just teach an exercise. You have to see how she is, mind and body connection. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And if that's connected, then you get more out of that lady. Yeah. That's important because a couple episodes back, and I think you listened to it, I talked about the mind and body and your spirit. All of that plays into how you feel as a person. Yeah, definitely. And many people don't understand that. Like I've gone to gyms and signed up for personal trainers and it's like, no, you're going to lift this and you're going to, well, that may not be what I want to do. No. Or maybe I can't do that. So everybody's not trying to be a bodybuilder. So that's, that is... um Something that's really key, and not only key for you being an instructor, but also key for just in life, listening to people and actually hearing what they're saying. Exactly. Listening to people. I think as well, the journey, you're always learning. Mm -hmm. So even if you think, at the moment, I'm taking my level three certification, and that is the last level for me, thankfully, but... I will not finish there. I'll always be going on courses. I'll be taking classes with other instructors because you are always on that learning and listening mm-hmm. and you learn from other people. Right. So you can't just think that you know everything. Right. You have to be aware and be observant as well. Right. That's a great key point mm-hmm. because your life never stops. No. No matter what your skill set is, you should always be trying to improve that and going back to school or taking classes or certifications. So you're always evolving. That's right. You're always evolving. And that's key. And I think for women, I think that's something that we all need to strive for. Because I think some women, they get in a a rut and Mm -hmm. they think that, oh, I'm only a mother or I'm only a housewife. And they don't get out and they don't see the world and do the things. Or they're waiting to say, well, until I find Mr. Right... I can't do these things or I'm in a new city and I don't know what to do. I mean, you moved to a brand new country and started your own business and you have what, three, four jobs that you go to now? I know. And when I first came, I said to my mom, I might not even work. I might be retired. And she was, (laughs) she didn't believe that. And I didn't believe it really, but it's, it is scary. I did think when we was on the plane coming here, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. But now three years in Mm -hmm. and my kids are settled I'm settled Mm -hmm. 
I miss the people back home, but I don't miss the place anymore. And I do love what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And now not only do I have a hobby, but I've made it into my job. Right. It's You have built a business. Exactly. I mean, and that's something else. And that's kind of why I've started doing the podcast and the public speaking, because when you love doing something, it changes. It's not just a job. No. It's something you love. So you would do it regardless. And like you said, you don't do it for the gifts. No. You're doing it because mm-hmm. it's something that you really love doing and you like seeing the results from other people. Yeah. So... I mean, that's just, I mean, that's motivating. Do you know how motivating you are? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you are. I mean, that's, I mean, I was thinking about you the other day before I asked um, you, would you do this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, she has moved to a new country, started her own business. I mean, you know how easy it would have been for you just to sit in the house and say, well, you know, I'm just going to be a wife and a mother and that's it. But you didn't do that. You You got here and you hit the ground running. I mean... I don't know if I would have done that coming to a new country. I mean, I probably eventually would have done it, but you got in and you were like, let me see what, where the opportunities are. And you just full speed ahead. And now you're this, you know, instructor yeah. extraordinaire. And no, I do. And I do love it as well. And I think if you can, there's so many of my friends that I know do a job that they really don't love mm-hmm. and it's a struggle. Right. But it's not a struggle to get out of bed right. and go and do... I teach a class at 8 o'clock on a Monday morning. People have had a busy weekend. They walk in. They've got like... They're tired. They're like, oh, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. And they leave that class mm-hmm. energised and loving it because mm-hmm. I try to give them 100% mm-hmm. every single time when I'm mm-hmm. teaching. And, and I see that. I mean, even though we're friends. Yes. When I'm in the class, I see that you're given 100% and I kind of go into that zone of just listening to you exactly. and doing what you're saying. And I do, there's been many a nights that I get there and I'm like, oh, I really don't want to be here. I've had a bad day. I can say that. <laughs> and, but by the end of the class, I feel rejuvenated. Yeah. I feel so much better. I leave and I'm like, you know, I'm glad I you know, went. I didn't stay at home or anything. I would never miss unless... You know, there's a reason for it, but some days it's really hard, especially, it's easy to just say, well, I'm just going to stay at home and sit on the couch or stay in bed. But once you do it, Mm -hmm. you're really, you know, you're invigorated. You feel like, wow, I'm glad I did it. And I can see how the woman with scoliosis, Yes, I can see how she really enjoys it. And it probably has made her feel better only, you know, not only physically, but like you said, her confidence is probably... Her day-to-day life, she um, volunteered and she would not be able to stand for long periods of time. And now she said to me she stood for three hours. She does yard work now. She's just holding herself and in a, such a better way that it's indulged her day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you're just having major impact. And I love it. I love seeing other women impact women because we don't have enough of that. I mean, until we can, you know, help each other out, how do we expect anyone right. else to help us? So mm-hmm. that's, that's um, I'm, I'm really, that's on the top of my chart. A couple of the girls that I took my first level with, they weren't, um, one's a Brazilian girl and one's a Russian girl, and they both struggled with the theory test that we had to do. And I helped both of them because Mm -hmm. I do think that you should help each other. And because eventually, uh, somewhere along the line, they're going to 
bring it back fourfold. You pay it forward, right. it comes back to you, doesn't it? Yes. And it I does. definitely believe in that. And I do too. And it's, you know, I, my episode for this week is, I kind of touched on that as well. A lot of women, and I don't, and I don't think men do this, but a lot of women, they don't want to help another woman because they think that that's going to somehow take away from them. Like, oh, if I help you, then I won't succeed. But we can all have a piece of the pie and yeah, help each other. That's right. I mean, it it's not a competition. No, it's not competition. You, you know, we help each other. And like you said, it, it goes, you get blessed from doing it. So it goes forward. Mm-hmm. You, know, you help someone and you never know when that help is going to come back to you. It may not be from that same person, but it can be someone else that you probably didn't even think would help you. And, you know, it's just, it's a good thing to do. Oh, I totally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good thing to do. Um, out of everything and you learning the country, because you also, you, you've gotten here, you've gotten out of Texas, which a lot of people who are here have never left Texas. No. You know, so that's amazing to me as, because I travel, you know, internationally. So it's always amazing to me how many people have never left their little city or state and, You've gotten here, you've moved to a new country, you have traveled the United States going to various different cities for vacations and seeing friends. So you've had a pretty rich life. And is there anything you would do differently looking over? Um, No, probably not, to be honest. Um, Maybe I should have waited a little bit longer than four weeks being in the country. But honestly... The girls that I met on that first, in those first four weeks are still my friends mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. And one of them's like the closest friend mm-hmm. I'll probably have while living here. Mm-hmm. So, on and the kids, they started school the very next day after that first weekend that I started training. Mm-hmm. So, it was very emotional and very busy. But no, I don't think I would. I don't think I'd change any of it. Okay. Now, what advice do you have for women who would be afraid to, you know, do what you did, you know, start a new life or a new career or just maybe move. There's a lot of women who don't even want to move to another city or visit. Do you have any advice to help those women? Do it. Exactly. That's what I say. <laughs> I'd say do it. If you're in a financial position and you can throw yourself into it, I'll jump in with both feet. Okay. They're, you're not going to regret it. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do something that you love, you're not going to regret it at all. I used to spend two hours a week doing something that I loved, and now I spend God knows how many hours <laughs> teaching it. So, no, I absolutely love it. And um, Pilates is the only ex- exercise class that I've never had to drag myself to. I agree. So, if someone is looking to take a Pilates class, where are you teaching? Where can they find you? So I'm teaching at Bridgeland, okay. um, Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, 6 o'clock, and Tuesdays and Thursdays, 9 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And um, classes, I also teach at Premier Pilates on House and Hull. Okay. The chiropractor is Pure Balance okay. on Luetta, and you would na- need to contact those. to. That's only a private class that I teach there. Okay. Do you ha- are you on any social media platforms? Can they contact you on yes, anything? Yes, I have Pilates by Vet on Facebook okay. as well. And can they book you or do they call you? How how would that work? On Bridgeland, you contact Bridgeland itself. Okay. And Premier Pilates has its own website and so does Pure Balance. Okay. And they can be found on Mind and Body. Okay. Okay, well, now. Oh, dear. For the <laughs> fun part of the interview. So every interview I do, I like to do 
a rapid fire questions at the end. They're 10. You don't have to stress over them. They're not an exam. Just tell me what comes to your mind first off and um, we'll just have fun with it. So who or what motivates you? Um, Who or what? People that are confident and strong in so like master instructors in pilates i go to miami um once a year uh to a conference and some of the ladies there will take a little tiny exercise and just tweak it just that tiny little bit and that's what i want to be able to do okay um what demotivates you people that are down all the time and see the negative in everything when was a time that someone said or did something that was meant to hurt you, but it ended up working for your good? My, when I was moving here, my brother said, oh, if it doesn't work out, you can always come back. Hmm. Okay. It didn't, I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> You'll show him, huh? Yes. Okay, what is your fear? Oh, my fear? Probably... Small confined spaces and going underwater too deeply. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Is there a situation or time when someone you wish you had done, that you wish you had um, done something that you didn't? So do you look back over your life and go, I wish I had done X? Maybe I should have done this a little bit sooner when I was younger. Okay. Okay, so... Conversely, is there something that you look back over and you say, you know what, oh, that was the worst mistake I've made. I shouldn't have done that. I don't think we should speak about my first husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I understand that. (laughs) Oh, what is your definition of success? Um, Doing something that you love. Okay. How do you recharge? Pilates. (laughs) I am so boring. Yes. Pilates and maybe pink gin. Mm, I like pink gin. <laughs> yeah, that was very nice of you. Yes. <laughs> okay, so other than Pilates, what are you awesome at? Being a friend. You are. I agree with that. I do. I put 100% into my friends. You do. I have seen that with you. Yeah. You you really do. And a lot of times I look back and I, a lot, I didn't foster friendships like that. I have like two friends I've had for a long time. One I've had for almost 30 years. But I wish I had done that more along the way. So that is, I I really envy that with you. Um, What is the legacy that you want to leave? Uh, The legacy I'd like to leave is that my boys are the best they can be. That's beautiful. Thank you. Well, that's it. Well, thank you for joining me. Do you know what? I've enjoyed it. (laughs) I've enjoyed this too. It's fun. It's actually, I was like, oh. I knew these things, but it's actually nice to have you say them in such a formal way. Thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you. You're welcome. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Yvette. Yvette's Facebook page is Pilates by Yvette. I'm going to leave you with this one thing to think about for the week, and that is you cannot grow and stay. Sometimes you have to just get out and move to reach your destiny. And to quote Yvette, do it. Thank you for listening. And until next week, take care and God bless. If you're looking for a speaker for your live event or conference, 
Go to my website and read my bio and contact me at bit.ly forward slash booktrina. I hope you have a great week. Until then, remember, if you change your mindset, you'll change your life. Keep striving. Success is a journey, not a destination. You can listen to Trina Talk anytime and anywhere. It's available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and all other places that you can listen to podcasts. If you like the podcast, please don't forget to go to iTunes to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you have questions for me or need inspiration on how to go to the next level, tweet me directly at Trina L. Martin.